Hey, I just wanted to give a shout out real quick to my dad. It's his birthday today. And when this episode comes out, I think it'll have been two days ago. But I just wanted to give him a shout out because he's a huge part of who I am today. Taught me a lot of great things like being the best at what you do, you know, no matter what you're doing. And to have good moral values and take care of your responsibilities. And he's an all-around awesome guy. And I really appreciate him. And I wanted to shout him out for his birthday. So, me and Camden are going to sing happy birthday to him. Facts. I'm going to move my hand before I start singing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're counting to three? Yep. Okay. One. Two. Two? Why'd you stop? <laughs> <laughs> three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dad. Happy birthday to you. Hell yeah, Where's random old black lady. <laughs> yeah, she was. Shout out to that random old black lady. Her name was Caroline. If you're out there, Caroline, you are a sweet. He loves sweet you. Woman. I love you. Yes. He I would do. turn straight for you. <laughs> Dude, but, she was loaded too. So. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you doing on a train. Like, get, get him in that wheel, dog. <laughs> Caroline, we looking at you. Hook us up. I mean, hook Brandon up. Somehow that'll come to us, though, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, sp- I'll spread the wealth. I'm, I'll manspread it around, you know. <laughs> but after that, that was uh, that was kind of what I needed. Hey, so are you publicly gay? Because I kind of just changed the <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I, I'm fine. Like, I'm openly gay. As I'm, You saw me on stage and had you guys scratching your heads like, are you saying boyfriend? Uh, well, there was confusion, I mean. Well, you know, I didn't see him sucking any dicks before the show. Yeah, so isn't I'm that how gay people are supposed to be? Like, oh, yeah. have a dick in the mouth and the ass at all times. That's like our handshake, man. Yeah. That's how we let you know. I'm just Hello, nice to meet you. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Babylon and Dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. Uh, welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. Hello, welcome to another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. I am your host Camden Hill, joined as always by my co-host Scott Barnhart. Woo. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Goes by the name of Brandon Khan. That's with two N's. He's not a con artist. Da, 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 da. Hey, guys. That's right. Brandon is a comedian. And before we get into that, as always, if you'd like to follow along on social medias, the Instagram and Twitter handles are both Babbling Dabbling. That's B-A-B-B-L-I-N, D-A-B-B-L-I-N, Facebook.com slash Babbling Dabbling. Again, B-A-B-B-L-I-N, D-A-B-B-L-I-N. If you'd like to follow along with me, Camden. My Instagram and Twitter are both at dflamingo187. Um, that's pretty much it. Scott, hit them. If you want to f- keep up with my electronic music, you can follow me at soundcloud.com slash hazardwave, spelled H-A-Z-A-R-D-W-A-V-E, and links to my Facebook and Instagram and other socials are on there. And I have a, a collaboration with Plagues coming out on October 25th. I'm not sure when this episode's coming out, but 
you can still pick it up after that anyway. Well, so, <laughs> and uh, pre-orders are available now as well. So, yeah. This is probably off mic talk, but Brandon is coming on. I don't know when the <laughs> fuck this is coming out, so I don't know if you have any dates you wanted to plug. I know your November 8th shit's coming up. but Yeah, that's the main thing that I'm doing right now is uh, November 8th, I'll be hosting Open Mic at Reboot Retrocade Arcade and Bar in Macon. Uh, sign up will be at 8.30. Tilt the mic up a little bit. Uh, sign up will be at uh, 8.30 and the show will start at 9. And um, otherwise, you can also catch me on TV. I am going to be on personal injury court as one of the plaintiffs <laughs> on the CW channel. True story. So you can catch me on there. I will be Marco Ritchie. That is my character's yeah. name. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't have to sign like an NDA and you just fucked that all up. <laughs> no, no, no. They actually told me that they want to um they wanted me to spread it all over social media with um friends and family and stuff because the show itself has already been released and everything. Okay. So this is probably what they want. So Anyway. Hopefully it's still available by the time this drops because yeah. I don't know fucking when it's coming out. We are way backlogged. <laughs> um, you know, station or not station. Um, channel or CW. CW, CW okay. Yeah. You know, as he said. Already. No, I, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> I heard the court part. Well, fucking listen. What? <laughs> and now I'm getting nervous about like the NDA and crap like that about um, putting us on a podcast, but whatever. <laughs> if they want to try to get a million dollars out of me, that's not going to, they're not going to get that. They're just not. <laughs> We're, he's a comedian, guys. He doesn't have a million dollars. Come on. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. All right. So we're going to get right into this. Brandon is going to let you guys know about him, what he wants you to know about him. And then Scott and I will ask him questions and maybe we'll learn more than he wants you to know. <laughs> so Brandon, con, the floor is yours. All right. Um, <laughs> So, uh, oh wait, I gotta cut you off. I forgot to fucking let you share your socials. Do you want to? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very professional at babbling and like a business card. Oh yeah, I got my own little yeah, business card. That's what's up. Probably cute. But uh, catch me on Twitter, BrandonCon19. How about that? BrandonCon Comedy on Instagram and BrandonCon Stand Up Comic on Facebook. Um, by the way, Khan is spelled C-O-N-N. I'm not Genghis, so not that Khan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are my socials. Um, so, I've been doing stand-up, honestly, for about nine months. I really just got started getting into it in uh, December. And that's because the year before that, I had all the comedians' worst nightmares happen in my first three shows, my first three open mics, the first one was at the 420 Comedy Hour at the 529 Bar in Atlanta. And first time, the stuff that you kind of expect, the forgetting my jokes and talking too fast because I knew I was under a time limit and just bombed. Pretty typical. Now, did you go with anyone or you just went out by yourself and... Had you been contemplating doing comedy for a while now before this? Hey, this is the part where he just talks uninterrupted. No, I oh. mean, like, he's, he's <laughs> okay. asking probing questions. He's asking me to I'm elaborate. Just, I'm, All right. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> but to answer your question, I've always wanted to do stand-up since I was, like, 18. And where I lived in 
Fredericksburg, Virginia, and then Richmond, Virginia, when I went to VCU, there just was not much of a scene over there at all. And the only place that you could do it was the Funny Bone and Short Pump. And they had that nice little caveat that you can't even go up on stage unless you have a certain amount of people bring in a ticket with your name on it. Okay. So I have no friends. So that just didn't <laughs> work for me. So. Yeah, that I, first bombing. All right. yeah, yeah, the okay. first bombing didn't come until, shoot, that was, yeah, last year. And that's when I first got to just thinking about it and deciding, hey, right now I'm unemployed. I might as well try and chase this dream that I've always wanted to do. And Atlanta is one hell of a place to do it. I was living in Lawrenceville, so it was only about an hour drive. Why not? So go up there, bomb. So I'm still steadfast trying to go for it. And I read about this place called Uptown Comedy Corner, and they had an open mic, and I go to do it, and... I go to look at the sign-up sheet, and there's nobody else signed up. And I'm just thinking, wow, this place is tremendous. This is a great stage. Why isn't anybody signing up for this? I would find out that that's not the open mic you go to on your first handful of open mics. That is the place you go to when you're at least somewhat polished. Because everyone else that went up there before me were radio jockeys and people that had like a decent name and they were killing it. Also, I'm extraordinarily white. (laughs) That was not the demographic who was there. So I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, wow, this is going to go terribly. And it did. I bombed. But then as I'm getting off the stage, they play me off with, so you had a bad day. Oh my God. <laughs> and the MC proceeded to roast me for a solid four minutes. Oh, you gave him material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had a great old time. There's no such thing as bad publicity in entertainment. Oh, man. The waitress came up to me and she's, she asked me, hey, is there anything I can get you? I'm like, yeah, the will to live, please. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And. I, of course, do not hold any animosity for what happened. He was the MC. He was trying to get the room back up after I sucked so horribly. So that was my second time. Third time, I go to do the other place, the 420 Comedy Hour, and my foot catches on the last step going up the stairs. <laughs> I face plant. There's no, nobody could have assumed that it was like a pratfall or it was intentional. It was that bad. Boom. Thud. And I go to stand up. I'm like, oh, 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 he didn't even address it. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I want to die. So (laughs) Um, blah, 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 blah. Two or three crappy little one liners. Uh, I know I have like three minutes left, but I'm gone. Have a good night. (laughs) And kind of like me at reboot. I was like, I know I got time left, but I fucking just, dude, I froze. It. It happens, man. Like, and that, that, I mean, I freaking ate it on the stage. It was bad. But so that scared me away for about a year until I went to go visit my family all up in Virginia. And let me tell you something never take a train during the holidays. I'm sure that riding on a train can be an enjoyable experience. There's leg room and you can walk around. But This was terrible because my train was delayed for about four hours to even get on the train. 
and the place was filled up to the brim. And when I finally got, I got to the station at six. I didn't get on the train until midnight. And I'm just. Did you say Greyhound or train? Jesus Christ. Train. (laughs) Train. (laughs) Sounds like a Greyhound experience. It was a freaking Amtrak. Shout out to Greyhound, our uh, new sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Amtrak, too. So I finally see my seat. I'm thinking, okay, there's some decent leg room. And maybe I won't have anybody sitting next to me. Wrong. Categorically false. I get a, I'm not slim by any stretch of the imagination, but this woman was heavy as well. Both of us sharing these two seats. She oh, was, was she um, manspreading? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she forbidden me from doing it. So oh. I was just so angry. Damn women, damn them to hell. <laughs> um, so she, she sits by me and we both just looked at each other and we're both like, we're both very rotund people. We're not going to sleep. And uh, she was this, she was like 60 or 65, something like that. She was an older black lady. And like, we had nothing like from the outset, it would seem like we would have nothing in common, but it was the strangest thing because we were like kindred spirits. We talked for a solid three hours about our lives and everything. And she gave me a, fucking color purple moment when (laughs) i'm telling her yeah i really want to be an entertainer but i just had these bad things happen i had these three bad sets i told her all about it and i just don't think i have the confidence to do it and And she says to me listen if you were meant to be an entertainer that's been with you since the day you were born so if you are going to be an entertainer that's what's going to happen and you know what a river doesn't go because anybody tells it to. A river just flows. So just flow and be yourself. <laughs> Hell yeah, Where's random old black lady. <laughs> yeah, she was. Shout out to that random old black lady. Her name was Caroline. If you're out there, Caroline, you are a sweet. He loves sweet you. Woman. I love you. Yes. He I would do. turn straight for you. <laughs> Dude, but, she was loaded too. So. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you doing on a train. Like, get, get him in that wheel, dog. <laughs> Caroline, we're looking at you. Hook us up. I mean, hook Brandon up. Somehow that'll come to us, though, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll spread the wealth. I'm I'll man spread it around, you know. <laughs> but after that, that was uh, that was kind of what I needed. Hey, was so are you publicly gay? Because I kind of just changed that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I'm fine. Like I'm openly gay. As I'm, you saw me on stage and had you guys scratching your heads, like did you say boyfriend? Uh, well, there was confusion. <laughs> I mean. Well, you know, I didn't see him sucking any dicks before the show. Yeah, so isn't I'm that how gay people are supposed to be? Like, sh- oh, yeah. have a dick in the mouth and the ass at all times. That's like our handshake, man. Yeah. That's how we let you know. I'm just Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> so, take that, uh, you PC cultures killing the fucking comedy industry. Stupid motherfuckers. Know, just great people sucking dicks. It'll just be a problem. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking to the people that are... Saying that PC culture, oh, you can't say anything about gay people. We just fucking riffed. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to the whole gay thing, this is what I was saving for what we were talking about early, where you asked me how Rigby's went for me. And I opened up for a mutual friend of ours, uh, Tall Trey, Tall Trey Comedy, if you're looking for him on Facebook and all the other social media. And I. I, I'm from Virginia, and don't get me wrong, we literally have drive-through racism. 
<laughs> so, like, um, well, we got DoorDash racism in Georgia. So, I mean, chill out. <laughs> Bring that shit to your house. <laughs> well, you, you guys have Confederate Disneyland too. <laughs> you guys have Stone Mountain, but Virginia, of course, has its problems. And I've seen some uh, bigoted crap. As a matter of fact, there was plenty of jobs that I had, like, and particularly in warehouses, where they would be tromping around, literally saying, "Ain't no coyers working here." And I would just be like, yeah, not a single yeah. one here. Fuck those sissies. Absolutely, them gays. How about them? So, but when I come to Georgia, I did have a preconceived notion of what I was to expect down here. So it's always a fear in the back of my head that if I make any jokes about me being gay or outright saying it, that I'm going to get my ass beat. So... um what had happened was I go to do my thing and I'm, I'm killing it. Like they're loving my jokes. Everything's going great. But then one of my jokes is something like I got, I got disqualified from my own sexuality. I actually heard about these things called bears. It's fat, hairy guys, perfect on paper, low bar. But then I had another gay guy tell me, you're not really a bear. You're more of a cub. So even at my best, I have the sex appeal of fucking Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so that's the joke. But the instant I said that I was gay and stuff there. They completely changed the vibe of the room. Yeah. yeah. They, they all kind of had that same thing that, you know, you said that you had at the show where everybody's like, did I hear that right? Did, wait, what's going on here? Kind of thing. So that's where I kind of lost my nerve. That's when I was like, just most of my material went out the window and I started just reaching for my own easy inventory of my like one liners that usually do well. And I just try to get off the stage as soon as possible. But here's the thing is I shouldn't even be that self-conscious because I have been to some bumfuck nowhere places as we are wont to do down here to do stand-up in random places. But <clears throat> to all those listeners out there who have the same no preconceived notion that I did about Georgia, it's not nearly as bad as people will have you believe. I've told gay jokes, and a lot of people just, if it's a good joke, they'll laugh along with it, or I'll get dead crickets. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had yeah. anybody try to beat my ass yet. So I very well could have just fucked up the delivery on the joke, or I was just really nervous. But in that moment, I thought, oh, crap, there is this place is a little bit too southern, apparently, and I'm just going to get my ass beat after this. Oh, man, oh, man. And that's where it all just went to shit. So, you know, hopefully next time. Uh, well, when I got off stage, Trey told me, hey, man, you had 15 minutes. You did seven. <laughs> And he didn't say it, of course, to be rude. He was telling me so I can improve and to let me know how it all went down. Yeah. So hopefully next time, if I get another shot or anything like that, I will not be so damn nervous. That was my first yeah. time being part of a showcase. I've only ever done open mics in the past. <clears throat> no it's time. No it's time. still there. I know. <laughs> Don't focus on my coffee fiasco. <laughs> but I feel like with stuff like that, you got to really lean into it and like you got to commit to the whatever bit you got based around that. Just pull like your that. dick out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sometimes you gotta lay it out on the table, Brandon. Dude, my <laughs> well, last name isn't Weinstein. Come on, like, nah. But um, yeah, I mean, I tell a couple of gay jokes, but or things that reference me being gay. But at the same time, I do my best, really, not to because I don't want it to be a gimmick. I oh don't yeah, be, for, of course. Yeah. yeah, dude. So I'm gonna rant on that for a second because it seems like whenever there's a gay comedian, that's their fucking identity. And yeah. on, even on social media, like, oh, my, your sexuality shouldn't be your fucking identity. That's just part of who you are. It doesn't define you. Like, oh, like, yeah. I get tired like, of seeing that shit. And, well, st- straight dudes, too. Like, I'm sure you guys hate the bros that are saying, like, yeah, man, how much did do you, you love pussy? my sexuality? I mean, you have a wife and kids. So did Elton John. Did <laughs> 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 I'm saying. But, um... I mean, you guys can understand that, that yeah. bros are the obnoxious, like, yeah, man, I love eating pussy and snacking on the snatch, blah, 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 kind of crap. And those people are fucking annoying. But yeah. um, I do agree with you when it comes to uh, gay comedians, that that's their entire shtick. And that's why it floored me when I found out that Todd Glass was gay. I had no idea, no idea. And it took one of my friends who was like a huge fan of comedy, too, she was like, yeah, he's gay. And I dug through the internet to try to find this video, and it was like a single random podcast with um, Mark Marin, I think. That's, I think that's the comedian. Um, Mark Marin, where he just said it flippantly like, yeah, I'm, I'm gay. I don't really let people know about it. I'm kind of private, and I don't want to be that comedian that's just <clears throat> rest in peace like Rip Taylor. Where he's yeah. like, oh, hello there, yes. <laughs> oh, where's the dick to fuck? <laughs> or something like that. That's, that's not me, and that's not Todd Glass. And there's plenty of other comedians that I'm sure you wouldn't even yeah. know. Louis Anderson. I Everybody had their suspicion, but I never like really heard him do like a bit about, yeah, so I'm fat and gay, and, you know. <laughs> there's this one guy, Tim Dillon, I've been hearing a lot about. He's, like, really... He's really just a bigger-than-life kind of comedic personality, but you know everybody's like, yeah, he's gay. He doesn't really talk about it much, but you yeah, never expect it. He did something. It was like Dick Cheney's daughter. It's like It was some video that went viral, I guess, and he was like dressed up as Dick Cheney's daughter. He's like, I just want to fuck my daddy, and blah, blah, blah. But like, that guy was like going crazy. That's what like Joe Rogan and all them talk yeah. about him. But I think like kind of what I was going off is not necessarily like leaning into bits like that, but like... It doesn't have to be about that particular subject, but if there's, like, things in the room, like, for example, with you fallen mm-hmm. earlier, there's some things that, like, even if it's not part of the act, it's got to be addressed or else it's going to loom in the room and stuff like that, you know? And if people, if something changes a vibe, now, this is coming from someone that doesn't do stand-up comedy, so <laughs> fuck my opinion. But um, <laughs> Let him no, crowd-splain I'm, I'm it to yeah, us. Yeah, let me crowd-splain this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just feel like it helps, like, to go, okay, this guy's not, like, you know, he could tell the vibe changed, and he's doing something about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's Dude. just – I'm just throwing that out. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Oh, that's I don't very mean, accurate. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, yeah. when, I did, when I did Rigby's on Friday, the fucking – it was, like, an, a bunch of fucking old people. Yeah. They're all eating. They don't give a fuck about what's going on up there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there was a lot of jokes that just – Dead silence, except for like the front <laughs> row, which was my wife, my yeah. mom, fucking Savannah and Taylor. They're all woo! up there laughing at me and shit, you know. The single woo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it got to a point, I was about midway through my set, 
and they're the only ones laughing. And I look at I look out at the crowd. I'm like, oh, thank God that the people that are laughing are up front, so I don't feel bad about myself. And that like <laughs> crushed. And then it went right back to nobody giving a fuck. I'm like, okay, fuck yeah, me. Exactly. Either. But yeah, making mention of the fucking fuck ups. Or the something. elephants in the room, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I just once again, as a gay dude, it's it is a it is a worry, it is a concern. I told you I worked at places where they would literally be saying, "Ain't no queers working here," and there would be implied violence. It's, there would be like implied violence and stuff. So it's something that I do need to get over and realize that you know the people that I'm performing with are going to have my back. They're not going to let me get. Oh, yeah. down in the parking lot and stuff and i also i mean i might record for a little bit but i'll jump in <laughs> world star a little out of hand let's let's get in here yeah. thanks oh that. man they just kicked him in the dick five times i gotta stop it now <laughs> all right five's the number five's the number. afterwards it's overkill it's excessive I'm, yeah <laughs> he needs that for not reproducing i don't know <laughs> um, yes my dick is a very valued member of my body <laughs> but um all right top or bottom what's up <laughs> no, let's get right into jump it. Jump right yeah. into it. <laughs> Top son. <laughs> Top guy. Oh, oh, okay. Well, like Andrew Schultz said, that's not very gay. It's just putting your dick in butt. It's <laughs> light work. Just a wee bit of anal, whatever. But um talking about introducing or addressing the in that situation the the gay thing. It's actually it is one of my bits that sometimes I'll warm up with. Particularly if I am in a place like Huds. <laughs> yeah. If I'm just Trump saying, 2020. No yeah. more bullshit. Have you, if you don't mind me asking, have you had people? Have you had anyone heckle you about it before? No. Like, no. no I've okay. Never had that's well, that's good news. Yeah. I no. expected in some southern places that might happen. So. <laughs> well, if there was a crowd at Huds the night he went, they yeah. might have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't had them, especially since the way that I kind of introduced it is I tell the true story of how I came out to my mom. Her first response was, there's no way you can be gay. You, <laughs> you don't study, you don't exercise, you don't dress well. So I'm like, you're right, mom. I'm just a fat, lazy, straight slob. You're absolutely right. <laughs> this, is all, this is all true. She just, my family could not believe it because the same reason that a lot of people say is, you don't even look gay. You don't even uh, give off that vibe. I would have never guessed that kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my mom and my dad just could not believe it. My dad has a gay sister. Like, my aunt is <laughs> butch to the max, mullet. <laughs> she gives off, off the shorts. gay vibe a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she gives it <laughs> off. No, man. she doesn't give it off. She, <laughs> okay. she sets the fucking gaydar she <laughs> to overload. It. She exudes gay. So my dad was just, yeah, all right, okay, that's that's all right. And my mom is uh, really Catholic, too. So um, I mean, they fuck little boys, so, I mean, <laughs> they get it. But but they're kids. <laughs> it's a little more innocent. No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, shout out to us going to hell. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it exists, who knows? And not condoning pedophilia entirely in jokes, people. So, um, but, uh, yeah, like... My mom just had a hard time grappling with the whole thing. And we have since, of course, come to terms with everything. And everything is just great. She loves my boyfriend. Um, I've been dating for about 10 years. And she she really put it into perspective of one of the main, I guess, objections, you would call it, for uh, her not wanting me to be gay. It's that every 
parent. Wants or, grandkids? No. <laughs> <laughs> she actually did say, if you're going to be gay, you better get me an adopted Chinese yeah. granddaughter. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, like. You better Brangelina this shit, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. I ain't have no kids. <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah, mom, absolutely. I'm going to adopt a kid. No. <laughs> like, but uh, one of her main concerns, and she says it's probably the same thing for a lot of parents, is they don't want things to be any harder for their kids than it's already going yeah. to be. And it's just one of those things. Well, maybe if we had talks with our kids and told them that people are different yeah. than we are, it might be a little bit easier for people to just be who they are. I do think we're in a time, though, where that's changing. And, like, people, you know, we're starting with, it's like an age of acceptance, I think, for a lot of things. Over-acceptance in some cases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you must accept me. Yeah. At least online. I don't, I mean, I haven't, I haven't actually but we're hashing it out that for sure. in real life. And that is the key to it, is as long as we keep on talking about it, and right now we are in the midst of trying to grapple with the idea of transgender people, uh, gender fluid, different uh, gender identities, and for now it is becoming a punchline for a lot of people and something that yeah. um, people don't really want to talk about. But the thing that we're all ignoring is that this is all psychology, and psychology is a soft science. It's not something that you can easily prove, and it's also something that the people that are thrown under the bus for being like the Tumblr, oh, you triggered me, you used my wrong pronoun. And, yeah. Those people are that upset and that um, inflamed about the whole thing because we're in an age where if they're going to say something like that, they're going to commit to it, and they're going to be pissed if nobody believes them and that's the problem with society is that nobody even wants to dabble talk about gender roles like if you're now we love dabbling and babbling and babbling babbling. (laughs) right (laughs) but nobody wants to you came to the right place (laughs) if you want to dabble and babble about your sexuality and your preferred pronouns i mean it probably won't be that interesting but i mean come on whatever (laughs) i mean like i'll just close with um if people were more willing to experiment um, sexually and with their own gender and stuff, it wouldn't need to be a big to-do. It wouldn't need to be a huge part of your identity. And you wouldn't have to be so pissed off and to have the negative stereotypes of the people who have um, unconventional pronouns. I guess I'll go with that word. But yeah. What um, he's saying is, go out and kiss your homies. Yeah, man. Talk I mean, man. Just give them a bro job. <laughs> It's two straight dudes sucking each other's dicks. Nothing gay about it. Just make sure you say no homo. It's a bro job. Yeah, as long as you say no homo. Or if you're a racist, it's an Asian giving a blow job. (laughs) A bro job. A bro job. And then I did the accent that you just drive the point home. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent execution. There's the elephant in the room that I addressed. (laughs) That's how I overcome getting canceled. I just talk about it. (laughs) I don't try to hide from it. All right, so, wow, we just riffed a fucking lot. That normally doesn't happen that long, but... <laughs> what are we at right now? 28, or 29 minutes. Oh, I came quick. Wow. Yeah, we fucking, we went through it. This is good. This is going good. So let's me talk about it a lot and then run that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first question I've got. How did the reboot open mic come about? Well, I just moved to Centerville in December. Before that, like I told you guys, I was in Lawrenceville. And <clears throat> when I got down here... I just looked around in Warner Robins, and I just thought to myself, there is not shit out here. <laughs> and uh, Atlanta is like two and a half hours away. 
And How I was. How do you drive? Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like an hour and a half tops. <laughs> Wait, um, no, Lawrenceville's two and a half hours away. That's I go there to sleep and then I you oh, know, rock on over to Atlanta. That's where I'm. All right, getting it mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> hour and a half. You're right. If you're just making a straight shot, but um, what was I? Oh yeah. So <laughs> sorry, I threw you off. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um. But instead of being really negative about it and just thinking, well, I guess there goes my comedy dreams and my acting dreams, I just decided that, whatever, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to try to find where I can do open mics. So I started out going to Buffington's and Milledgeville, and I would just do their open mic where it's literally whatever you want to do. You can do music, you can do poetry, you can do anything you want. So I started doing that for a while, and when I started... After like a good couple of months of doing that every week and then also driving to Atlanta whenever I could to do open mics, I said to myself, okay, let's see if I can make something happen in May. And this is a year later after the this is year the three after, shows that didn't go well. Yes. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Making sure I got the timeline right. Yeah, you got it. And so I decided, all right, I think that I'm actually ready to start either putting together a showcase that I'll just MC and I can have people from Atlanta come down and we can cultivate the comedy scene by doing that. Or I can try to get an open mic started like an actual stamp comedy open mic and <clears throat> asked around everywhere. And Trey's been at it for a couple of years. So he'll tell you the same thing that a lot of uh, bookers and promoters and stuff around here, if you try to say, oh, I want to do anything other than music, they'll say, no, we're a music town. Uh, nobody's going to care to see it. Straight no. So yeah. <clears throat> I did that for a good couple of months, just still doing open mics until I finally got the rookery to agree to let me host a showcase. And they said, yeah, yeah, okay. So before we do this, send us the demos of the people that you want to go up there. And we'll see how it goes. And trying to get any comedian to send me one of their demos so I can have it screened just was not there because they had the very legitimate questions of, okay, is this going to be paid? When is this actually going to be? Uh, is this going to be censored? And I had none of those yeah. answers because the rookery was just being so hands-off just saying, oh, we just want to hear what you have first before we commit to anything. So I just said... And this is also your first time trying to book something on your own. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which is difficult in itself. Very much so. So I just... I went... I hit them back up one more time with, I need some concrete answers. And they just did the whole, don't call us, we'll call you. So gave up on them. And that's when someone suggested, dude, why don't you see about Reboot? So... Went in there. I so happened to meet Whitney, which is uh, Jeremy, the owner of the place, business partner. And she was, she just said, yeah, I absolutely, that sounds like a great idea. Let's go ahead and make this happen. It was really, really easy, honestly. There was no begging or anything. I just I gave her. I my story for you about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was really easy. And I designed the flyers and... The, uh, and didn't mention how much set time you get. 
No, wait. I do have a <laughs> now you do, but I, the... I do have a point of contention with this though because I've seen plenty of open mics like Relapse and the 420 Comedy Hour and all these other places. I'd never see mention about time, so I don't know what you're talking about. Every about open mic I did before reboot was just like go into like if it's going bad, just kind of get off. You know, basically don't go over like ten minutes. So my experience with open mics is way different than normal open mic experiences. Okay, yeah, because I'd never seen that in any place. So when you gave me grief for it, and so did Trey, I was just thinking, like, for, first of all, in all the places that I've done it, I got the four-minute time limit from the places that I've done. So right. I thought it was typical. Yeah, so, well, my my whole stand-up comedy experience so far is in making a Warner Robins. I haven't made it to, like, Atlanta <laughs> because I'm gone all, throughout the week for work. So mm. I don't have a lot of time to travel to Atlanta for these open mics. And that's what I've been hearing. Like, after you said it, everybody I've talked to was like, yeah, you get like four minutes in Atlanta. I'm like, fuck. Well, fuck Atlanta. We'll just make our own shit down here then. <laughs> well, they, they have enough clubs Atlanta. that you could do like a little circuit in one night. Like, could you go to a couple clubs and do open mics? I've heard and some people. You've got to know where to look and who to talk to. Probably not just but show it's, up. Yeah. yeah it's... Most of them are, though. Go Show up, go up. They, I'll, I'll send you a link to a calendar for atlanta open mics that i've got i've seen those but okay it's i don't think what he was saying was is there like a circuit like you can can you go like on saturday and hit like two or three shows up? yeah well, not you, terribly you hard. have to like do your set immediately leave and try yeah. to get to the next one but also <laughs> like thursday nights for example that's like some that i've almost been able to hit because i get into town a little early mm -hmm. and there's like three going on but they are in completely different areas like one's all the way in fucking duluth and that's like uh, not yeah. Atlanta at all, but it's close enough to be considered. Oh so. yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's also why though, if you do open mics and stuff in Atlanta, that the instant that people get done with their sets, they'll leave. <laughs> and so if you're one of those poor suckers that signed up late, you'll start out with like a full room of thirty to forty people. <laughs> and then you perform for like ten people, and you're like, oh, you guys are waiting to go up, too, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just performing for other comics. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so That was most of my career in music, was performing yeah. for other musicians. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hated that shit. Uh, I know. <clears throat> but I'll tell you, like, the biggest perk about performing for other comics, though, is because your laughs are hard-earned. They are yeah. not going to laugh unless it's a freaking banger. Yeah. And you're not going to get any sympathy laughs from them. No. Oh, God, no. You don't get any pity chuckles or anything. So if you get a laugh for an open mic full of comedians, you at least know that, wow, if that at least got them to even chuckle, then that's going to be a banger with just the general yeah. populace. So that's the useful thing. But otherwise, yeah, of course, the drawback is. That could also backfire because you get somebody that's not used to comedians or something or a comedy show, which like at Rigby's, I mean, they're not used to comedy shows because there's no comedy scene around here. We're trying to, mm -hmm. you know, build it up. So I've been hitting that a lot is like, I think if I was in a different comedic market, like a standard market, like, you know, New York city or the Northeast or something where it's a little more, I don't know, shock comedy. Cause I've got some that are just like, like you heard some of my jokes at reboot, uh, you know, just I'm trying to shock people. Mm. And in this area, it's like, Maybe it's not the best yeah. market for that, but I try it. You know, I do it for the love of the game, but, you know. Well, you say New York, but uh, I've heard plenty of comedians say that that is a dead scene in New York because everybody's all about being woke and yeah. all about being extra sensitive about 
anything. I think everything's driving. transferring because I've heard I've been hearing the same thing about LA. It's so it's dying just like that. But I guess New York is still one of the main spots that I hear about though, as far as like stage time. The, oh. the Northeast region is just like more of a comedy place. Dude, oh oh yeah. I'm um <clears throat> I did like a little mini comedy tour of sorts and I used Virginia as my main station of operations, and then I went to Philly, Baltimore, and I went all, all around, like, Virginia and stuff. I could only go so far up north, and I actually was going to do one in New Jersey. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading your business card. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad. This one usually gets a little chuckle out of people, but <laughs> uh, so I, I went up there, and... There was a lot of places that you could do that kind of thing. And like you said, there was a lot of variances in what kind of comedy there was out there. As a matter of fact, the Philly open mic that I did, by the way, for any comedian trying to travel, don't just show up to one of these places. And like the North in particular, because we are used to down here in the South that it's show up, go up, first come, first serve. You might get bumped for someone's friend or like a really good comedian yeah but otherwise it's pretty much first come first serve up north oh no everybody has like their set amount of regulars they're the ones that get priority they're the ones that get to go before everyone else yeah so i went up there and at this philly club and this was like a small kind of pub so i was i was not knowing what to expect but this place was packed and hopping and the crowd was great and (laughs) <laughs> the people that were up there, they were just slaying, killing. This was just a random open mic. It just blew my mind. And I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I didn't get to go up there until 1.30 in the morning. And for six people, the first thing I started out with, not even trying to sound salty, but of course it had to have come out that way because I was tired as shit. I'd driven five hours before that. I go... Hey guys, it's great to be here from Georgia. <laughs> and the entire audience was like, ooh. <laughs> like, they just realized that they fucked me so bad. But that's just the way it works up there, man. They probably really didn't care about you. No, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they probably they probably didn't. They didn't have any reason to. I was just some random schmuck that some fucking hillbilly from Georgia. Yeah, so I'm here to tell you guys some jokes. Like, Here's your sign. <laughs> I, I can just imagine that, like, with the population around there, there's probably a lot of comp- like, there's a lot of people doing it. So, of course, they're not going to let someone just out of town to show up. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, just from uh, a number standpoint. Totally. And once again, though, at least the people, for the most part, they were killing it. Like, it, it got towards the end of it after, like, the, they had, like, two different intermissions because this thing went on. For about five hours. This was a long freaking thing. And uh, the first string people killed it. And then it slowly went down in quality. People just not doing great. And I sat there and I was just thinking, wow. So they get to go up just because they're regulars. But I'm actually decent. <laughs> and these people mm-hmm. suck. So I'm going to go very last. I was a, I was a little bit salty whenever I saw someone suck up there. But yeah. that's just part of the game. It is what it is. Boo! Get this man off stage! <laughs> Boo! Bring on Brandon! He's great! <laughs> He's the best! I heard, this, I heard this guy from Georgia's really good. <laughs> Who said that? The guy from Georgia! <laughs> <laughs> Try to get that word of mouth, man. <laughs> All right. 
All right. What do you got for him? I was just going to say, uh, so do you have any experiences in your life that still make you cringe? Like, <laughs> what do you still look back on and go, oh, I can't believe I did that? Oh, God. Bro, That's... I got it tattooed on my fucking forearm. <laughs> <laughs> it says Juggalo. Jeez, man. Like, there's just so many that I can't. That's why I have anxiety. Is like, I have so many, like, little moments and stuff. Um, okay, I'll just throw out um, this random one. So, I accidentally went to a Baptist Jesus camp. I, at the time, I was raised Catholic oh. and everything. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Elaborate. I thought it was a non-denominational kind of thing. Oh, okay, I thought okay, it was okay. all just, you know, we're all cool with Jesus, and we might have, gotcha. like, a sermon at the end of the day, but it's not one, you know, one religion or the other. Okay. So, that's what I was fine with at the time. So, I go to this, and... They did end up trying to convert me, but that's not where the, like, awkward thing really came in. It was that after they tried to convert me, I, of course, was just like, okay, fuck you guys. I'm going to just try to get through this week and not deal with you anymore. And they noticed, and they tried to just be like, hey, come on, come on. Just tell us tell us how you're feeling, man. Tell us how you're feeling. And I wanted to, of course, tell them the truth, but I just decided to say, oh, well, you know, I'm reading the new Harry Potter book. And uh, have you guys read the newest one? And what they thought I said was, were they reading the newest one? But what I asked was, have you read it? So yeah. I, I go and say, well, I'm just really bummed out that Dumbledore died. Nobody had gotten to that part. <laughs> so I completely oh, no. ruined the ending for them and just deepened their just disdain for me. There's no saving this guy. It would have went yeah. better if you told him you were gay. He ruined our heathen book. Like, yeah. <laughs> it honestly probably would have gotten better if I was just like, you know, I'm just gay. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, whatever. We can work on that later. But no, I fucking ruined their Harry Potter book for him. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> Oh, this this trip was full of those cringe moments. Like another time, so after that, I was even more checked out. Like, yep, they they hate me. I'm done here. So, and how long are you at this camp for? A week. A week. Oh, that's okay. Oh. Was this day one? Day one was the conversion, <laughs> and day two is <laughs> the ruin their book. For them. So, um, days three, four, five, six, and seven were beat the shit out of Brandon. Days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, day three was. Brandon's tired of being woken up at 7 in the morning as a 14-year-old, so I'm not going to listen to the sermon, and I'm going to go try to just take a nap back at the cabin. But I get stopped at the Reichstag by the freaking Aryan race people. They're like, where do you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I'm really tired, and you guys said we didn't have to listen to the sermons, right? So I'm going to go do that. And they tell me, you don't have to listen to the sermons. But you do have to stay in the auditorium for safety reasons. So I'm just thinking, anybody else would have been like, all right, fine, I guess I have to sit through this. You're, Not the lazy fat no. Irish Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, screw you people. I'm going to go take a nap in the back of the freaking pews. <laughs> I go to take a nap, and I get woken up by one of the few people that actually talk to me still. Brandon, Brandon, you're snoring. <laughs> the entire auditorium was looking back. <laughs> oh my god that's worse <laughs> and i will wrap it up on like the story on one last moment of cringe on this trip was oh, this is great <laughs> <laughs> it all came to a head when um 
we had this relay race for all like the different cabins. We were on different teams and they thought what better team building exercise than having a bunch of young strapping lads carry a gigantic log across a muddy field. So I find, fun. <laughs> Oh, it was, it was <laughs> terrific. We, it went so Brandon well. I loves carrying big wood. yeah that got about the appropriate reaction (laughs) (laughs) but i find the only divot on the entire muddy field catches my leg the entire log comes crashing down on top of me (laughs) and it gets even better in a biblical sense because they did a denial of peter on my ass (laughs) and for those of you not familiar with that me <laughs> yeah. Um, when Jesus was being crucified and carrying his uh, his wood and everything, um, Peter, one of his disciples, denied that he even knew him three times. It's called the de- denial of Peter. So that's what they did to me. They looked down at me and they were like, "Oh, I don't even know this. Who's guy. this guy? <laughs> Who's this guy?" And How they get walked away from me with a log <laughs> on top of my back, and they had to get a golf cart out there to pick me up. And my team couldn't even finish the race because they didn't have a full team. Oh, no, man. Damn, Brandon. Yeah. You suck, dog. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, what? Uh, that was my childhood. Yeah, we're at, we're at 47 minutes. Oh, okay. We're good. Cool. Um, So, chicken wings. What's up? Drums or flats? Drums. Bet. What's your order? What kind of sauce you like? You said that kind of suggestive. You're like, what kind of sauce you like? Kind of, what kind of sauce you like, bro? Hey, yo, boy. What kind of sauce you like? Mm. Hey, boy. What kind of sauce you like on your wings? Um, semen. No. Um... I know you like them. I know you like them dick-shaped wings, the drums. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just suck it right off the bone. <laughs> bro, one of the one of the guys said something about. It. He's like, oh, I don't really care. I just stick it in and pull it out with no yeah. meat on it. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, man. <laughs> Give me his number, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, to answer your question, uh, honey barbecue. That's right on. Uh, oh man, that, that probably came through to the mic. Probably, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Good. Good, <Get that>, Mike. <laughs> all right, all right. Lemon pepper's better, but I mean, honey barbecue is good. Whatever. I just had to. I had to mention that. Lemon pepper. Don't psh. lemon pepper, motherfuckers. You live in Georgia, dude. <laughs> This isn't live, but people heard you say that, and they're outside waiting on you, so you're not safe. <laughs> <laughs> About lemon pepper wings? I didn't know that was specifically uh, yeah. a Georgia thing. Well, like the guy that said that he sticks the whole bone in, the thing in and pulls it <laughs> out with nothing but bone, he also said that lemon or chicken wings are a cult in Atlanta specifically, yeah. but also all of Georgia. Well, I have a hot take that might stir some controversy. All right, good. We need controversy. <laughs> I do not like boiled peanuts. Get the fuck interview <laughs> over. <laughs> hey, it's all right. Uh, so that was Brandon Khan, everyone, and <laughs> his address is. <laughs> I mean, we had. I could find in random little gas stations in Richmond, Virginia, because of course Virginia is just south. Well, of the gas station bowl peanuts suck. It's still. It tastes like maggots, man. They have no flavor. They're just what soft. the fuck? Why are you boiling the peanuts, Can man? Can you stop before I yeah. hate you? You're not getting it from the right place, man. I'm Dude, one of those guys. I mean. I won't How? make fun of you for being gay and being who you are, but if you hate boiled peanuts, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Could be in a, yeah. <laughs> Could be in an F word, dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you had to choose one body part to live without for the rest of your life, what would it be? And don't uh, say fucking teeth or something like 
This motherfucker <laughs> and Rick did. <laughs> well, they're gone now, so. Um. Mm. My titties. <laughs> all right. Fair. I can, I can relate to that. Yeah, I can relate. We're all fat here. Yeah. Get rid of them titties, man. It's a good answer. So you're practical, too. All right. This is a new segment. I'm going to drop oh, okay. it on you. Okay. All right. This is called Kink Shame or Kink Same. <laughs> all right. What you got? Scott didn't want to play, but you're going to play anyway. I'm going to listen. You're right. going to answer. We'll see. All right. I just I, I just grabbed a few off the internet. <laughs> All right. I've only got six. All right, so the first one, bondage. King shame or king same. That's a big spectrum. You can't just... Just bondage, period. I don't know. Fucking give me a specific type of bondage, then. King same. King same, sure. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I don't like it to be bad. Make it easy. So fuck that. Um, electro-stimulation. King shame. Fuck that. King well, shame? okay, so are we saying, like, king same? Um, king same, I understand that, you know, that's one of my kinks. Kink shame. Is you want to shame impl- those people? Like they're they're terrible. Yeah. I'm, oh, just yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it doesn't have to be that yeah. severe. <laughs> they should be because, shunned. I mean, to me, as long as everybody's consenting parties, you could be kink indifferent. Nobody's being hurt. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I I would never. Whatever you do in your, be- your bedroom, whatever, do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But so, are you doing it in your bedroom? Is the main point of this question? Oh, all right. <laughs> Do you like to be zapped? <laughs> no, no. I'm I don't like to be shocked. No? So, no. All right. I did that too much at Purdue and maintenance. I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> now anytime you cross a spark plug, you get an erection. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm I'm probably going to kink shame as well with the electrostimulation. Okay. All right. Feet Kink shame. Kink shame. To... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I fi- I figure when I put that one down, I'm like it's going to be kink shame, but Cameron? Oh yeah, shame. Oh, okay. Well, so it's funny that you mentioned feet because I've seen it on like TV and stuff. They will talk about out of all the things that like the general public is pretty conservative about. There are apparently so many straight guys that are like, "Yeah, she has tiny feet. I just love those tiny little feet." <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't, I don't get the fascination. That's I think, I me. think a kink like a feet kink though is more like sucking toes and. Licking feet. But, okay, so... I'm, I mean, maybe. I don't know. If we're not going to that extreme, then, can you guys find any women's feet, like, attractive? Or have you ever... Sure. Seen... Really? So... I don't find them unattractive. I don't go, ew, feet. I've seen some fucking feet, though, that I'm uh, just the, like, oh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, nah, bitch. No open toes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you okay. need a fucking grinder for them toenails. Oh, God. Them damn velociraptor claws you got going on. Dude, my feet are so... Oh, nasty, especially since my left toe. Uh, I don't, I mean, what you, no, this isn't any of our kinks, dog. Don't go into it. <laughs> Here's the thing is, I went to go. Stop it. I went to go kick a soccer ball when I was a kid in my friend's basement, and I stubbed my toe so hard that the bone came out of the skin through the root of the toenail. Oh. And so, as a result, like, I'll save you the rest of the story. But We're in it now, dude. Just go. <laughs> You already stuck the tip in, just fucking, just with the whole shaft. Just the tip of the toe, all right. So, all right, so about 13, go to Tobo, the soccer ball, break my bone out of the skin, and I just thought that I busted my toenail. I didn't think I actually broke it. It hurt like hell, but, I yeah, I apparently broke it. 
And my friend's mom, in typical Southern mom fashion, she sees me bleeding profusely from my left toe and goes, oh, no, don't get blood on the carpet. (laughs) My friend's mom. So I wad my toe up and electric tape and toilet paper and everything. And I'm crawling around on the carpet, cleaning up the blood. And uh, it's about this time that I was friends with the neighborhood devil's advocate, the bad kid. And he had been trying to get me to smoke weed for months at 13. So I'm in just so much pain. I'm like, yeah, screw it. Uh, If it'll help dull the pain, let's go light up a reefer (laughs) in the woods. Light (laughs) up a reefer. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go smoke some devil's cabbage. (laughs) So uh, we go to, we go to smoke weed at the reservoir and what better thing to do with an open wound than go swimming in the nasty reservoir at our area. So, Needless to say, my toe got infected. I almost died. And at the very least, almost had my toe removed. I was in the hospital for about two weeks. And as a result, yeah, my left toe is a freaking horror show. <laughs> so there's some kink shame for you. but Nice. Yeah, so that was fun. All right, so this one, I don't know. I've never heard anybody with it. But it was on this list of kinks. So. Okay. Well, you're not a bottom, so it might not go well. so what is is, is it butt play no 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 i'm into butt play i mean jesus christ fuck (laughs) not even fucking gay and i'm into butt play jesus yeah exactly all right so this one is spectrophilia spectrophilia the fuck is that exactly all right so it's the belief that ghosts are having sex with you (laughs) (laughs) now is that a like a phobia or a kink no that's a kink apparently like they, they said, want they ghosts said it's to have typically sex with women that claim that they had experiences where ghosts were having sex with them. Oh my so, love. I can just imagine on Fet Life them looking for like I'm I'm looking for a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> if you're real, if you're alive, don't contact me. <laughs> don't message me. <laughs> Only interested in ghosts. Going to the Amityville house for speed dating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. All right. This one. Uh, I'm probably I guess I'm gonna kink shame Spectrophilia too. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll fuck a ghost. Okay. As long as for the experience. Yeah, right? Do it for the grand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one is Europhilia. What? So the fuck is Europhilia? Europhilia? No, no, not Europe. Europhilia. Europhilia. What is Europhilia? Uh, it could be called the R. Kelly kink, I'm sure. Oh, pissing on people? Yeah. Or being pissed on. King shame. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not down for. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like with that, that either. Nah. I don't want to be peed on or pee on anybody. And the last one is just wax play. That's a pretty kink shame. One. Kink shame. Well, yeah. like hot hot wax pouring. Yeah, on. just like melted melted wax and pouring it on your partner. It's real sensual, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess if they shit. wanted me to, I would, but I don't have yeah. any interest in it. You Same. don't. You don't want to get waxed. No. 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 All right. Um. Scott, keep it rolling. I got to go do this here. All right. I like to call this next segment Superpowers with a Catch. I'm going to list a few of them. You're going to choose one. All right. All right. So for this first one. I'm going to make a lot of background noise. Sorry. No no problem. For this first one, you can grow or shrink to any size, but your feet remain the same size. All right. This first one. So you kind of see where this is going. This is going to catch on each one. Okay. You Okay. You have superhuman strength, but only when you're drunk. 
You can run. <laughs> That's a southern ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, there's some people probably already like that. Yeah. But <laughs> you can run super fast, but you have no arms. And you know how Magneto can manipulate metal? Yeah. You can manipulate poop. <laughs> you can manipulate poop the is same the way power, he does metal. <laughs> is it both a power and a catch that you can... <laughs> yes. I the can power itself poop. is the catch, yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> those are your options, bud. <laughs> um, you, you know what? Hot take. I'm going to take the poop. Okay. I just want All my right. shits to be a little smoother. Right? Yeah. It is a horror <laughs> show. Uh, when so I go it's just for convenience. Yes, then. exactly. <laughs> and you know what? If someone's giving me grief, I can just be like, That's you not, know what? You, just you know what? I want it. Can you like control it from inside? Like, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Exactly. No more turtle heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, and no more accidentally. That's shitting a yourself. very good. That's a very hot take. You're the on shit that. Very good. Very hot take. I like that. All right. Do you have an almost name? What were you almost named? Or oh, were they pretty sure your your name? That is a funny coincidence because my mom wanted me wanted to name me Scott. Really? Yes, she wanted to name me Scott. That's funny. And we look kind of similar, a little bit. Yeah, I, I can see it. <laughs> well, you can say that, but I need. Vaguely overweight guy with a beard. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there anything that you're proud of that you never have an excuse to talk about? Like besides your comedy or anything? Something I'm proud of I never get a chance to talk about. Or something that you're into, you know, or, you know, like do you have any hobbies Um, or anything that you like that you don't really get to talk about much? Yeah. Okay. Um, I am really into D&D. Okay. I got a couple friends that are as well. I'm thinking about getting into it. It, dude, it's a lot of fun. It really helps out, like your improv, and it's. I, I don't even it. think about connecting that to comedy, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. it's great because, um, so <laughs> here's the thing: the reason why I don't really get to talk about it often is because if you say, "Are you into D and D?" and someone says, "No," you drop. End of discussion. Yeah. End of discussion. <laughs> because then, otherwise, you become like the football fan. D and Do not disturb. Of yeah. like, oh man, you should have caught that football game between the Steelers and whoever right. else. I'm like, I, I, I cannot partake in sports conversations to save my life. Me neither. I, I was I, raising. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was raising a household with um, a hardcore uh, Cowboys fan, and anytime in Virginia, I said, "Yeah, my dad likes the Cowboys." Oh, you like the Cowboys? We like the Redskins. I'm like, I don't know why you guys hate each other, but okay, I think I can get it. But <laughs> like, but um, yeah, with D and D, D and D is great um for the improv and everything, and also it's a complete sandbox unless you go with like a script, like a module, like yeah. something pre-planned. So that's what I love about it, and I love doing like silly voices. I want to be um, a voiceover actor too, in addition to being a comedian, and I love acting so. Um, yeah, and just being creative. So D and D never get to brag about it. All right. Do you ever, are you ever the dungeon master or do you just, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to be doing that real soon here and I have to plan out a bunch of crap or whatever. I've always wanted to, um, have like, I would love a bunch of comedians or whatever who played D and D and we could do podcasts playing the oh, okay. game stuff. Oh, well, that sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And there's people that do it well, but then there's of course other people that are just, Cringe dumps. So you know. <laughs> Trey plays D and D. You should get with him. He plays um, what's called Adventure League, which you just go to random game shops and play like one shot. Like you do like one game, and that's the end of it. I want to have 
like a long lasting game where I can play with my character for a long time and have fun with like the same people oh, all the time. So that's where we do. One of my friends, she's on a podcast that does it. It's called like Monsters and Maces, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all they do is play one long game of D and D. All games of D and D are long. They're like <laughs> a minimum of three hours. They are long games, but yeah, D and D. All right. Do you have anything else for him? All right, cool. I've got just two more questions for you. Okay. Uh, if you were stranded on a desert island, what three items would you want to have with you to survive? Just survival. Mm. A raft. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess a really good hatchet and... Uh... Yeah, we wouldn't want a really bad hatchet, no. <laughs> one that I can like sharpen all that crap. Yeah. So, um, one that's durable, not a Walmart axe. <laughs> but, uh, shit, I don't know. I'd prob- probably die. <laughs> I'd probably die. <laughs> you know what? Just give me a rope so I can hang myself. Give me the street stranded. embrace of death. <laughs> like, fuck this. This is going to be a lot of work. <laughs> Just kill myself right then and there. All right. Oh, shit. I forgot to ask him the dramatic question. I mean, shit. Fuck it. I'm not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. What time? How much we got right now? Well, we're good, but. Okay. <laughs> I'm also trying to not keep him sitting here forever, too. All right, but it's really only one question, and it tends to get sad. And if it's not sad enough, I'm a dick about it. It's so. a well, traumatic. I didn't get to ask the bombing question, but I think we heard it. Yeah, he, yeah. he talked about bombing plenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so what are some things you think we could or should change or do to make the world a better place? In Brandon's eyes. Um, Just we all... Everyone's have, gay. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I'll probably say that we all just need to talk more and not think in absolutes. That's the biggest thing. Like, don't if, be so married to your ideas, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be open minded, and everybody just needs to stop thinking that there's shit we need to pussyfoot around and not talk about just so it festers. And that's why we have, like, shitty white supremacists and proud boys and all those other people because they get into their own little echo chambers of people that only agree with them and haven't told them, hey, you believe some pretty fucked up shit. You have, have you have, like reconsidered that in any shape or form? Or have you talked to anybody else other than white people? Like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, that's, that's the problem. We just, and then, you know, of course, on the opposite side is like the hardcore, like liberals that are just like, if you say anything off-colored or shitty about anybody else and you don't punch up in the slightest bit, we're going to have you canceled and shit on your grave yeah. and all that good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, we all just need to talk. Shut the fuck up a little bit. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the opposite of what he said. Yes. <laughs> we, we all need to talk to people and not just people that agree with us. Well, that's, well said. Well yeah, that's said. true as fuck, yeah. Well, we're out of time. That's it. Oh, we're out of questions more so than time. <laughs> but yeah, our next guest is here. Trauma so. question like that. I'll be like, pick one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have you back on again, but for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for dude, sure. I'd love to do this. First one. appearance isn't isn't going to be the last appearance. I'm if anybody wants my, to come back, yeah, I'm a little disappointed. My organs didn't get harvested. You got any more? Uh, I mean, we there's still time. <laughs> we can arrange that. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got we got extra help in here too. Now <laughs> yeah. I had expectations when I saw this place, man. You can't leave me hanging. <laughs> Uh, do you All got right. anything else you want to plug before we go real quick? Uh, better not in case I've okay. <laughs> actually soiled my NDAs. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I have been doing acting crap. So, yeah, I've, 
<laughs> we'll pretend follow like him on social media yeah, and social see what media. the fuck he posts when he posts it yeah. <laughs> well we appreciate you coming out man it was a lot of fun thanks for having me it's great thanks man uh, as always this is babbling and dabbling signing off peace the fuck out thank love you y'all. guys for listening bye <laughs>